So Hunter Biden's taken a plea deal for misdemeanor charges because the American justice system has two tiers of justice. If you're part of the Biden family, you can get off basically scot-free. But if you're part of the Trump family, well, you'll be indicted with charges facing about 100 years in jail time. There are a series of acceptable aristocratic families in America who seemingly can just get away with anything as yeah. long as they are part of the democratic establishment. Well, even then, it's the Bush dynasty. It's, oh, it's yeah, the, the Rhinos as well. Yeah. Um, Trump upset all of them, and now he's facing far worse than Hunter and Joe Biden are facing. But I thought we'd go through some of the new breakthroughs, particularly because Hunter Biden's lighter charges are coinciding with the fact that the FBI has now had an insider come out and say, I've been working on an investigation for, say, six years on the Burisma allegations. Turns out that Joe and Hunter Biden took about five million in bribes each, and that's just dropped out of the headline. So thought I'd give you an update on, on that stuff. So first, this New York Post reporting. Hunter Biden is apparently going to plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges of failing to pay federal income taxes, according to a letter submitted to federal court by Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Now, David Weiss is one of the holdover Trump appointees. Biden tried to get lots of the Trump appointees to voluntarily step down from their appointments, but Weiss is in a district court in Delaware, where the Bidens are located, and he's one of the ones still on staff. So Hunter's failed to pay at least $100,000 in income taxes in each of those years, 2017 and 2018. We don't know the exact amount because it wasn't listed on the indictment, but it's a hell of a lot of money, more than I'm playing with. The first son allegedly received more than $1.5 million in taxable income in each of those years. As part of the agreement, Hunter is going to enroll in a pre-trial diversion agreement on the felony charge of illegally possessing a firearm as a drug user after he lied on a federal gun purchase form in October 2018 about his addiction. So he's going to be re-educated. Oh, beautiful. That's that's all he's going to get from that one. I, I was about to say, so is that all they've caught him on, despite everything else that's been involved, despite certain things that the New York Post had reported on and such in the past. Is that all that's happening? That's all he's been charged on so far. So far, all right. But this is all that's hit the headlines yet. And this is the... Considering what else he's been accused of, pretty credibly, the lightest possible slap on the wrist he could get. So he's going to get two years probation and drug tests. <laughs> no prison time. Now, the drug tests... We all want to know what the consequences of that are going to be. Let, let's be fair. Also, last month, the IRS dismissed a 13-person investigation team that were working on his case. So they've come up with something that he's evaded a certain amount of income tax, but why did they need to get rid of all of those agents? Um, apparently, a supervisory agent, Gary Shapley, and another anonymous IRS whistleblower testified that the House Ways and Means Committee had contacted Congress to allege a cover-up featuring preferential treatment and alleged false testimony by Att Attorney General Merrick Garland. So preferential treatment for the Bidens for a charge that doesn't seem quite as serious. He's also settled in his, uh, his baby mama payment case. Were you aware of this? He had a kid with a stripper. <laughs> I wasn't aware of this, so this actually, is the, no. this is the seventh grandchild that the Bidens won't acknowledge. Biden always says he has six grandchildren. Uh, this is Are Navy. they being hidden away wherever Boris Johnson keeps his children? They're all in the same crash, I assume. So he had a, a kid with London Roberts, who isn't a bad-looking woman, to be fair. Oh, uh, she's very much your type. Blonde, primarily plastic. I can fix her. Uh, <laughs> so he settled in a court in Arkansas, and he's agreeing to pay $20,000 a month in child support. Again... Where's Hunter getting all of this money? I'm sure it's just his art deals. Mm. And this has all happened at exactly the same time as the FBI have decided to issue a report 
on the Biden's illicit business dealings in Burisma. Now, speaking of criminal families, if you subscribe to our website for as little as $5 a month, uh, £5 rather, I'm not going to deal in the American money, you can get all the access to all of our premium content, including mine and Harry's series Comics Corner. The eighth episode's just come out, and it is on The Long Halloween, Batman's... Classic comic book, classic series, a big inspiration for lots of stories that came after it, and a lot of the films that got released as well in the past 20 or so years. Really good series. I really enjoyed this discussion. If you're looking for highbrow comic book content, uh, the kind that you don't really find elsewhere online, I think there is only really one place to come, which is two Lotus Eaters for our comics corner. No one else will quote Spengler while reading Batman like <laughs> Harry does. That actually happened, so see it for yourself. Anyway, on to the FBI stuff. So recently, Senator... Uh, no, it's Congressman, Chuck Grassley, was given an FBI memo from a six-year investigation, largely redacted, which proves that Hunter and Joe Biden accepted bribes from agents involved in the Burisma dealing. Mm. So, um, it was, well, sorry, Senate Republican, not Congressman. I keep getting those mixed up. Uh, he said that an FBI informant had said a Ukrainian oligarch involved in a criminal bribery scheme with Joe and Hunter Biden claimed to have 17 recordings of his conversations with Joe and Hunter. So that's 15 recordings with Hunter, two specifically with Joe. He revealed on the Senate floor that a largely unredacted version of the Bureau's FD-1023 confidential human source form said the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversations with them. The Republican senator says these recordings were allegedly kept, keeps having to preface it, it's not me, as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case he got in a tight spot. Mikola Zachevsky, the Ukrainian owner of Burisma, was the foreign national involved in the alleged criminal bribery scheme. And Zlachevsky referred to Joe Biden as the big guy during a conversation several years before the June 2020 date of the Bureau document, according to sources familiar with the FBI record who described its contents to the Washington Examiner. So we keep hearing this big guy thing from Hunter's laptop, from the texts that showed that they shared a bank account. That was after the New York Post published it in the 2020 election. But this is way back in 2015 and 16 and the 2017 beginning investigation that identified Joe Biden by that nickname. So we're seeing a pattern here that Joe Biden has had this weird self-aggrandizing code name throughout all of his illicit business deals throughout the world. So seems pretty credible, but there you go. Grassley added, according to the FD 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. The senator said the FBI record also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in a Burisma employing in Burisma employing Hunter Biden. Sources had previously told the Washington Examiner that the Burisma owner discussed an alleged bribe of $5 million to Joe Biden and of $5 million to Hunter Biden, according to the paid FBI informant who said he heard this directly from Zlachevsky. The sources said Zlachevsky said he believed it would be difficult to unravel the alleged bribery scheme for at least 10 years because of the number of bank accounts involved. So this has been a deliberate obfuscation of the amount of money that Joe and Hunter got because they've been passing it through shell accounts. And of course, they shared a bank account, so it shouldn't surprise anyone that the two of them were on this together. So the GOP Oversight Committee decided to do a tweet thread debunking some of the claims that the Democrats have since made since this news came out. The FBI informant has apparently worked for the FBI for over 10 years. The DOJ has not already investigated and disregarded this, as some of the newspapers have been claiming. 
because of course they always like to debunk this, because the FD-1023 was generated by the FBI on the 30th of June 2020, based on another FBI record from 2017. So this was before the 2020 election, well before that fake FBI newsletter came out in response to the New York Post piece that said, of course, this is just Russian disinformation. And it's being used in a current ongoing FBI investigation. So the claims are still being reviewed as credible by the FBI, despite the obvious bias the FBI has demonstrated towards the Biden family. So not looking great. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene decided to read the indictment in the halls of Congress. And she said that the background is the paid FBI informant was advising Burisma not to purchase a US GAF company, which was a decision made on the advice by Hunter Biden, while they were under investigation by Ukraine's general prosecutor, Viktor Shokin. That was the prosecutor that Joe Biden decided to brag about on video when he said, well, son of a bitch, the guy was fired the next day, and they got the billions of dollars. So she then said that the Bidens were paid $5 million each, that the informant has two pieces of evidence to show that bribes were paid to Hunter and Joe Biden, and that the informant stated it would take 10 years for the public to know about this because of the number of bank accounts that the bribes were fed through to get to the big guy. The document has been released to the Congressional Oversight Committee, but not to the Senate Judiciary Committee, despite the requests from Chuck Grassley, Josh Hawley, and Senator Ted Cruz, or the public, but it's not classified. So why aren't they releasing it to the public? Pretty curious. But despite it not being classified, we have this from the previous Washington uh, Examiner piece, mm. with respect to the 1023 showed to the House Oversight Committee, from what I've been told by folks who reviewed it, it's filled with redactions. The document that Co Coma and I, and this is Grassley, had read, maybe two or three half-inch redactions were included. So Director Ray, FBI Director uh, Christopher Ray, placed redactions on a document that is already unclassified, and the FBI made the con made Congress review a redacted, unclassified document in a classified facility. That goes to show you the direct that the disrespect that the FBI has for Congress. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if the FBI was the only one that had disrespect for Congress at this point, but if it's un not classified, why is so much of it redacted? Pretty strange. Now, one reason why it might not be redacted, or why it might be redacted, rather, is because... Um, the FBI rep in question, the, the informant, who we don't know, has apparently said he's fearing for his life. Oh, all right. From who? Who could he possibly fear his life from if he's exposing corruption from the Bidens? Now, this is from Anna Paulina Luna, who is a member of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, she's the very attractive congresswoman that <laughs> you directed my attention to earlier. There was a Call particularly me. amusing video going around of her giving some kind of congressional testimony earlier on today. She was dressed... Very lovely. She was I dressed agree. to get the attention. I'll so she tweeted out, just left the meeting for House Oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked based on the info he has brought forward about the Biden family. And this is alludes to something you said earlier. The certain dynasties in the American political system, whether it's the Clintons, for whom I have absolutely no information that would lead to the arrest of, of course, whether it's the Bushes, whether it's the Bidens, their political enemies seem to get their comeuppance. They never, they never seem to be able to challenge the existing political establishment without a hell of a lot of opposition. So well, I wouldn't allege that it's them threatening his life. But part of my thinking and all of this is that it's all uh, obviously very telling and it's great to have this information. But the fact of the matter is, as far as I'm concerned, is will this amount to anything? Mm. Will this amount to anything substantial? And when it comes to... When we always make jokes about our oh, information pertaining to the arrest of Hillary Clinton, the question is not necessarily, does that information exist? For me, the question is, if that information does exist, 
will she get arrested anyway? Will the people in charge actually arrest her or will something happen? Yeah, lock her up has unfortunately amounted to nothing. And instead, it looks like they're going after Trump. As with, full with everything in life, it's not what you know, it is who you know. And if the people who are behind the strings in charge of who gets arrested and who doesn't are your pals or on your payroll, well, in all likelihood that nothing will, you're untouchable. Yeah. Very little actually changes. Again, trying to appeal to hypocrisy is useless. It's never about hypocrisy or reciprocity. It's always about hierarchy. They will always try to lord their power over you to I, cement I, mean, that I, I do sincerely hope that something comes of all of this, but given the charges that are being put forward at the moment and all of this intimidation mm. that seems to be going on, it seems that Hunter Biden will be getting a slap on the wrist. I would like for it to be otherwise, but that's how it seems to me so far. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to amount to much. So just a bit more information. From James Comer, uh, that's Congressman James Comer, he said on Tuesday that he'd read an additional two FBI files, but the more than half of the content in those was redacted as well. They brought two 2017 files referenced in a June 2020 informant document, but they failed to bring a 2018 file that was referenced in a footnote. So there's another file out there that has incriminating evidence on the Bidens. They've just decided not to present to any of the congressional or Senate committees or the public. And Comer also recently identified nine Biden relatives who allegedly received foreign income from shady figures in China and Romania. So it's a family business. Well, there was an old political <laughs> Fast and Furious Biden edition. It's about family. <laughs> there is that video of him in his top-down Corvette with the glasses. And there the you go. Going, Get in, we're going to rob the country. Well, there was an old political piece called Biden Inc. where his brother James Biden was given deals in Iraq after the invasion and utter dissolution of the country to rebuild properties. And mm. I'm sure it's out of pure what Jordan Peterson's favourite word would be, merit, that James Biden got those contracts and not any kind of political favouritism whatsoever. Um, also, James Comer has decided because of this, he's going to hold Director Ray in contempt of Congress. So if there's going to be any kind of consequence for that, it will probably be for the FBI officials before it will be the Bidens. I mean, if that still happens, I mean, hey, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, right? Well done for quoting Harvey Dent there. There Very you smooth. go. <laughs> if we just go on to this as well... Um, Biden's been asked about this, and typically Biden, not knowing where he is, did not address the question. He was actually questioned about, do you have anything to say on, on the bribery allegations? And he said, first, I have to get off the stage now, probably because his handlers were shouting in his ear. Yep. And, and then he said, ask the Republicans, where's the money? And Rishi Sunak looked rather miffed, though Rishi Sunak often doesn't look that dignified. I, I don't want to get off topic for a moment, but I just want to point out aesthetics means a lot, especially in politics, especially if you're looking to get elected. You want to look powerful and you want to look domineering. Rishi Sunak might be the only person alive who is so diminutive to as, as to make Joe Biden look like the dominant one in the, the conversation. Only, the only time I have found Rishi Sunak remotely endearing is when he was on the conservative leadership hustings and he decided to get up and go off script and say, oh, I was down in this small village earlier today and someone asked me to take a photo with their baby. And he said, finally, I'm in a, I'm in a photo with someone my size. <laughs> I think I saw that as well. That was actually quite good for Rishi, but finally yeah. I get the opportunity to look human. Yeah, it, may, Might it may be, be something else that he was thinking at the time. crack a smile while he's impoverishing me and selling off my entire future. But anyway, so then Biden had another senior moment and he got angry at a New York Post reporter because he was at a press conference and at the end, the New York Post reporter decided to call out, why did the Ukraine FBI informant file refer to you as the big guy, President Biden? Why is that term continuously applied? And Biden said, why do you ask such a dumb question? 
I mean, All it's, right. it's not stupid. It's rather pertinent to the American public, but again, but just insult fair, your position. That is the kind of answer my granddad would give. Yeah. Yeah. Was, well, does, I, I don't know. Does your granddad have any cognitive impairments? Because Joe Biden certainly does. Uh, currently, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, but um, at least it's he's right. got the dignity of not crapping himself in front of the Pope. Uh, <laughs> reminder, all? the Post reported in October 2020 that an email from first son Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop said the big guy was due 10% in a business deal with China Energy in 2017. So the FD 1023 was generated on the informant's information well before the big guy thing was published mm. in 2020 by the New York Post. This now makes three separate instances. This is two Biden business partners in the CEFC deal. So that's Tony Bobolinsky, the guy that came out and gave an interview to Tucker Carlson and James Gillar had referred to Biden as the big guy well before this information has been made public. So Biden's been going around using this nickname for, for quite a while. But as you say, will this amount to anything? Now, I'm very sceptical for reasons of we already know about him selling off strategic reserves to Sinopec, which Hunter Biden, ha his investment firm, had shares in. We already know about the Biden Inc. Politico piece I mentioned earlier. We already know about the Intercept piece we covered quite a while ago in that segment, Biden's Watergate moment, right before oh, yeah. the midterm election, where it was proven that the Biden administration, the, the National Institute for Health, um, Jen Psaki, were in coordination with Silicon Valley heads to censor particular posts and Anthony Fauci parody accounts, violating the First Amendment. None of these things have come to anything yet. And all of those are linked in the reading list on our website if you want to watch our past coverage for that. We've got a steady stream of Biden routinely violating American civil liberties in the Constitution. And as of yet, as you said, the American dynasty has been untouchable. Unfortunately, Trump has not been afforded the same benefit because of course not. Trump was invited on 37 federal counts and is facing over 100 years, possibly in prison, for his treatment of classified documents in Mar-a-Lago. Now, bear in mind, Biden did basically the same thing um, at his house in Delaware because we had this here. He's not going to be charged by the DOJ for this. They said Funny they're exploring how it works it. like that. But yeah, but but just to remind you, these are the these are the photos here of of Trump storing them. Uh, they're in bathrooms, they're in ballrooms. They were in a room that then the FBI decided to put a padlock on for security reasons and then the FBI when they raided him went in and broke off their own padlock and acted like they didn't know it's there. So the worst <laughs> you could get is Trump probably haphazardly well, I mean, decided if, if, to store these documents. If these are all of the hundreds of documents, I doubt Trump would have been able to just pick up the, all of the boxes cartoon style on his own and just transport them out of the White House. Obviously, he would have had help with this and presumably officials from the White House and all of the security services would have helped him to transport all of these documents because they're going to want to keep an eye on them as well. Yeah, and he also has declassification power as president, whereas Joe Biden didn't as vice president or Hillary Clinton didn't with her emails, which I'll, I'll mention very shortly. But Trump is facing a maximum sentence of 100 years in prison if he's convicted on all 37 counts. And his personal aide, Walt Nutter, faces a maximum years of 90 in prison so bringing again, the aids into this yeah so this is just obvious naked partisanship because as i already said biden's not getting charged for the same thing classified documents were found at his personal residence in wilmington delaware despite having no classification power and they've gone nah nah it's all right mate and the, the last one is just salt in the wound because hillary clinton as soon as by uh, trump got charged decided to tweet this out she is making merch out of the fact that she was not prosecuted for the destruction of classified documents when she smashed her phones with a hammer and acid washed the servers. A server which was stored next to her toilet in her bathroom. Yep, salt in the wound, just rubbing it in your face. She knows that you know that she is corrupt and should be in prison, but she knows that you know that she also will be able to get away with it because 
nobody's going to charge her for such things. Yeah, that is the smug face of the two-tiered justice system of the American oligarchy. So call me cynical, but I don't think we're going to get any consequences for old men or old women anytime soon. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast The Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium contents on the site, such as the Epoch series this episode on Lucky Luciano. If you want to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.